Hello and welcome to another episode of Kato Upanishad, a podcast that conveys and explains the meaning behind one of the 10 principal Upanishads. This podcast is compiled from a series of talks that Sadhguru Sri Madhusudan Sai gave in 2020 and can also be viewed in video form on saiprakashna.org. A link will be in the show notes. So without any further introduction, please enjoy this episode of Kato Upanishad. In Bhagavad Gita, Sri Krishna says, Bhagavan says, Sarvata Pani Padam, Sarvatokshi Shiromukham, Sarvata Shrutiman Loke, Sarvama Vrutyatishtati, Sarvata Pani Padam, my hands and feet are everywhere. Sarvatokshi Shiromukham, everywhere are my eyes, Shira, head, and my face. Means I see everything, I am in all directions. Sarvatash Sutiman Loke, I hear everything coming from all directions, all that is said and not said. The Chakshushta Chakshu, Shotriyasta Shotaha, that is how I hear everything, my ears are everywhere. And Sarvama Vrityatishtati. And I encompass, I embrace everything, I remain that way. My hands and feet are everywhere, I work through everyone, I walk through everyone. I do everything through everyone. My eyes are everywhere, my face is everywhere, my head is everywhere. Means I think through everyone, I see through everyone, I talk through everyone. Sarvatashrutiman loke, I hear through everyone, I hear in everyone. And Sarvamavatyatishtati, I alone am who has gone and embraced everything, everything exists in me. And I exist in all. This is the essence of this shloka. If you have experienced this, you felt that God's presence, all-embracing presence, through everyone whom you came across, in every situation, at every point in time, in every possible way, then you know that you have experienced something over here. Theories, practicals, apart. Ultimately, your experience, what we call as Aparokshanubhava, your own personal experience of did you feel God within and without? Did you feel God's presence in your heart and in the hearts of everyone around? If yes, even to some extent, svalpam apyasya dharmasya, then I think you have learned something during this workshop. If you have not felt that, then you have not learnt much. So pay attention to this experience, that how God alone speaks, acts, thinks, works, smells, hears, tastes, touches, helps, heals, cures, cares, encourages, motivates, inspires, through so many ways. If that has been your experience, then you have gained something out of this session. Everything that had to be spoken has been spoken of. I call everything in life as passing clouds, passing clouds. If anybody asks anything, however difficult it is, I will tell passing clouds. And somebody comes with great joy to convey some good news, I say passing clouds. Either way, it's passing clouds. The good is passing clouds, the bad is passing clouds. Then what remains? You, the space remains. 
and clouds pass. In you, the good happens. In you, the bad happens. In you, the sukha is experienced. In you, only dukkha is experienced. In you, there are celebrations. In you, there are dejections, depressions. In you, as the space, the consciousness, the Brahman, all the experiences of life are happening. Those who experience fear, they also experience fear in Brahman only. Those who experience joy, they experience joy also in Brahman. Those who experienced great learning and the bliss of learning, they experienced that bliss in Brahman only. And those who felt, what a waste of time, why did we come at all? They felt that also in Brahman only. I don't see as difference. But each one's experience is unique because of the mind, the cloud, which covers the space. According to the mind that you have, the composition of the mind that you have, your experiences of the world will be different. So now you know your mind. The best thing that has happened to you during this one month is you have come to know of what you are made of, what kind of mind you are. Because as Atman, as Brahman, you are pure. You are Shuddha, Buddha, Mukta, Nirmala Swarupa. You have no fault, no taint, no sin, no vikaras, no distortion, nothing. You are absolutely pure. But then why these different experiences have come to different people? That is what is your mind about. So the kind of mind you have is what you got to know during these days. What kind of mind you have been having? A mind that fears, a mind that has courage, a mind that is inspired, a mind that is surrendered, a mind that is still full of self-centeredness, ego, selfishness, or a mind that thinks selflessly for everyone's sake. What kind of mind you have had, that is the real learning from this. Now if your mind has been not so nice, has questioned, got afraid, feared, has argued, has debated, has got frustrated, depressed, has complained and cursed, then you know that you have to work on your mind still. Your mind is still not pure. And if your mind had just surrendered, accepted, learnt, enjoyed every moment, was grateful, was kind to everyone. There were no complaints, no qualms. It was always free of any of these distortions. Then you know that you have got a very pure mind. So what kind of mind you have got? That is, this whole experience has exposed that mind to you. Otherwise, we will never busy. You are busy checking others' minds. You are busy analyzing and opinionating about others' minds. Very rarely we do we look and look at it our own mind and how does it behave. And the truth of mind comes out only in difficult times. Like they say a friend in need is a friend indeed. Like that your mind in need is the very mind indeed. If your mind has behaved well during tough times in life, then you know that you have developed sattva buddhi, a pure mind. And then your, your progress spiritually will be very easy. But if your mind has fluctuated, deviated, God became lazy or became overexcited, it has swung you this way and that way, then you know that your mind is still very, very kacha, what we say, not very mature. You have to work on your mind to bring it to that maturity. Now you know all the techniques of how to work. You have learnt through master the mind. You have learnt 
from Upanishads as to what the truth of your existence is. And now therefore it should not be difficult for you to work on your mind and improve it so that you are able to next time experience the presence of God in everything, in everyone, in all situations. That is why I kept repeating Pratibodha Viditam Matam Amrutattvam Hivindate The one who realizes God's presence in every experience of life pleasant, unpleasant, happy, sad, success, failure that person alone is going to attain immortality. All others will remain mortal and keep coming back to Yama again and again. Whereas this one who sees the hand of God in everything the presence of Brahman in everything Sarvatappani Padam, Sarvatokshi Shiromukham, Sarvatashrutiman Loke, Sarvamavrityatishtati. The one who develops this kind of outlook, attitude, that person has really benefited from all the Paravidya. So those who have already experienced this, very good, you have passed, you have already gained much. Those who have not, you also are at least better than before. Now you know which is the weak area, which is the weak point in you and which needs attention. So pay attention to that aspect of your personality. Develop more faith, more surrender in the presence of God, in the will of God. That is how you can face your life. The facing life, you have to face. You can't run away from life. Because you know now, even if you run away in this life, you will come back again. Oh, Yama is not going to leave you so easy. Therefore, what is the point in running away from life? Face life. How to face life? This is how. With complete surrender to that great will of Brahman who is in all and who does everything for our best. Only for the sake of improving us, making us better. He is not here to punish anybody or reward somebody else. He is not here to make someone suffer and someone else rejoice. He is not doing. He just wants us to improve and ultimately realize that you are one with Brahman. That is all is the ultimate goal of this paravidya, whatever vidya you want to learn in life. That was the only aim. Since we are taking a giant step forward in the field of paravidya education, dvija they say, twice born. First you are born to the physical mother and then you are born to the Vedamata, you are born to the Shruti Mata when you take up the path of paravidya, spiritual education. So you are being born second time now, think like that. Earlier this privilege was only for the Brahmins who will wear the sacred thread. They are born again, they say. But us, this Paravidya Shiva has given us the second life as it was pointed out. This is the rebirth, second birth. We are born anew out of our old self. We are born divine out of our human self. We are born into God from our human existence. And this is the idea with which we should lead our life here onwards. There's some of them are still being born. One leg is inside, one leg is outside. They can work on it. But those who have jumped forward with both the legs up, they are free. And this is what will happen to you. The whole life let whatever situation comes. See, what had to come to you, had to come to you. Because this is, this is decided by the Supreme. At what time, what you have to face. So Krishna in Vrindavan, other time Gokulam, what did he do? That they all were worshipping whom? Indra. And what would he do? He said, why are you worshipping Indra? How does he help us? 
worship Govardhana Giri because Govardhana mountain is the one who gives us shelter, who gives us fruits and trees and fuel and feed for the cows and everything else. So we should worship Govardhana. Why should we worshiping Indra? And he said, let's worship Govardhana Giri. And when they started worshiping Govardhana, what happened to Indra? He became very angry. And he wanted to take a revenge. And he brought rains, heavy rains. And what did Krishna do? He went and said, the Govardhana Giri that whom we are worshipping will protect us. Let us lift that Govardhana Giri and take shelter under it. Nobody said, Are Krishna, why do you get into trouble like this? Indra will get upset. Why do you want to worship Govardhana? Let us go and worship Indra and forget all these things. But Krishna had his own way. He said, nothing doing. What is right, we should do. And he lifted the Govardhana Giri. Those who were his people, his own, the Gopalas, what they did, they all ran with Krishna to lift the Govardhana Giri. How will we lift? No questions asked. Can we lift also? Nobody thought. And if we lift and it falls on our head, what will happen? Nobody questioned. Nobody got afraid. Nobody feared. They just ran saying, if Krishna says, let us lift, let us lift. And they lifted a mountain, so says the scriptures. And Krishna stood in the center, holding the entire mountain on his tiny little finger. And all the other Gopalas, as if they are holding the mountain, they put their sticks under and they stood there. And it rained and rained. Three full nights it rained. Three days it rained. Some people say, seven days it has rained. How many ever days it rained? What saved the people? Their faith, their surrender. What else saved them? Did they say, why are Krishna, you are giving all this wrong advice to us? That let us worship Indra and not take any chances with anything. But those who were believing Krishna, what they said, all right, whatever you say, you have to lift this mountain, let us lift. And everybody got under that mountain. How much ever it rained, they didn't care. They were happy in, under the mountain. So as I said, karma dati vasama, can we escape our karmas? No. If it had not happened here, it would have happened somewhere in some way to you. That was for sure. You believe it or not, it is your problem. What has to happen would have happened. It all happened under a great divine master plan. First we have to believe in that. Shastrasya, Guru Vakyasya. Under a great divine master plan, all this is happening. If you didn't want to come also, you had to come. Those who very badly wanted to come, they could not come. All this is under a great divine plan. If not here, somewhere. If not this way, in some way, you would have gone through the experience which you had to go through in life. But what has happened to you, now you have learned how to go through the experiences of life. When you start the work, when you are doing the work, and when you finish the work, your state of the mind should be same. Then you are spiritual people. When you are starting the work, all anxiety, how will it happen? Doing the work, all frustration. It's not happening properly, nobody is helping, nobody is doing this, that. And after finishing the work, taking great pride, I finished off this work. Or feeling guilty, I could not do this work. None of these should exist. Before Paravidya Shivira, during that and after that, we should remain in the same state of equanimity. Then we have learned some spirituality. When it started, all excited. Yes, yes, let us go. Or someone, no, I don't want to go. But then there were those. By the great Daiva Daivet Nishchaya, by the great divine master plan, by great divine will, they stayed on to finish this great Brahma Yajna. I was telling the other day, when Yajnas you do, you always face obstacles. The other side of 
the forces, they don't like it because they will be destroyed. So this has been the way, it's been always that way. So any yajna will be affected. But truth is that beyond all these good and bad, there is this divine Brahman's plan who teaches us through every experience of life. Anyways, essence is we have taken a step in the right direction, in the right way and everything is perfect as it is. Hold on to this idea that you are divine and everything is divine. Therefore, nothing is wrong anywhere. Everything is perfect as it is. Every experience is brought to you by Brahman only. And that truth you have to hold on to very, very strongly. So remember that you are Brahman, everything is Brahman, everywhere it is Brahman and Brahman alone. Therefore, there is no need to fear, no need to shiver, no need to shake up, no need to shudder. Just remain in that confidence that everything is God, everyone is God, everywhere it is God and God alone. And just rise to the occasion and do what is required and then go back to your own peaceful self. So be ready to change yourself according to the need of the hour, what is required. But wherever you are, don't forget this lesson. Don't go back to your old self again. That's all you ensure. And for everybody, lot of blessings and... uh, I will keep speaking here and there, but more importantly, whatever you have learned so far, digest it properly. Ajirna should not happen. Digest it with practice every day. This is the only way to be happy in the life. Teshaam sukham shashvatam. Netareshaam. They alone can be happy who lead life like this, seeing Brahman in themselves and in everyone, in every situation, and remain confident and happy. So that is the blessings of this Shibira. Sarve bhavantu sukhinaha. सर्वे सन्तु निरामया सर्वे भद्राणि पश्यन्तु मा कश्चित दुःखम आप्नुयात्And if you have been enjoying this podcast, please consider rating and reviewing it. It helps others find the podcast and perhaps they can benefit from it too. Thanks again for joining us and all the very best.